Hello and good evening. You're listening to Bacara Radio with Radio Pilipino, broadcasting from 5EBI 103.1 FM and streaming live online on 5EBI.com.au. I'm your host, Juan Paolo Legaspi, and uh, thank you for uh, joining uh, me for another week uh, to talk about Filipino culture, uh, both in Adelaide, Australia and abroad. This week, I thought uh, we would talk about uh, a little bit about some of the, the big news in the Philippines. Of course, um, the lockdown provisions and, and the pandemic is big news in the Philippines. Um, but uh, something's come up uh, that's come to a head uh, recently this week. And uh, for you, for those that haven't heard, uh, the Philippines' largest uh, TV broadcasting network, ABS-CBN, has been shut down. And uh, it's it's big news, and it hasn't been shut down since martial law was declared in uh, during the Marcos regime's era. Uh, it depends on whose side of the story that you ask. There is a bit of a technicality as to why they've shut. Um, the, the permits uh, to stay on air have expired, uh, but then there'll be some people that say um, there's precedent to show that that's not a big big deal, and there has been. Uh, on another side of the argument. Uh, people have been saying that it's politically motivated and that the president is um, using this uh, this situation um, to his advantage by not not intervening not so much getting involved but also not intervening to um, facilitate a, a productive outcome nonetheless depending on uh, which side of the political equation that you're on it still marks a, a major disruption to the political and media landscape in the Philippines. The loss of ABS-CBN is not only the loss of um, some of our favorite Telediario series and um, daytime TV, uh, but it's the loss of a, a lot of journalists and um, investigative reporters. In fact, 11,000 people work for ABS-CBN. Because it's not just uh, simply the TV element of it. They run a record label, uh, production companies, uh, radio through DC M from memory. It's a media conglomerate that's had a long-standing history with the Philippines. So uh, I guess uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more um, and um, a bit of background about ABS-CBN. And within that... Um, that kind of theme as well. Uh, I think we should play a bit of music uh, that's uh, related to ABS-CBN um, music, uh, re the record label, uh, artists that are related to that record label. So um, stay tuned and we'll talk about a little bit more about this news later on in the show. Sabi nga nila kung tu 
patungo Pero di pagkakait Hiniling ng puso ko Natagal na rin naghihintay Tumibok ang puso ko O sana nga Si Mr. Right ka na Ikaw nga ba si Mr. Right? Ikaw nga ba love of my And that's Kim Chu, uh, a longtime favorite of uh, the ABS-CBN family. And uh, come to think of it, ABS-CBN is almost like the Nickelodeon channel where um, they groom talent through their TV shows and then sometimes they spin off into um, the, the world of music. And Kim Chu is a, a prime example of that. Before we uh, talk about uh, ABS-CBN a little bit further as well, uh, I just thought I'd, I'd just wish everyone uh, who's listening hoping that you're safe no matter where you are in the world. Uh, in South Australia, we've been quite lucky. Um, we've had um, a really long streak of multiple days of zero new cases. And um, so far, so good. And uh, one can only hope that means um, uh, more more good signs to come in terms of everyone's health and also um, life to, to some degree returning to some normalcy as well. Uh, one thing also did want to talk about very, very uh, briefly, but it's because uh, I do want to talk about it at length later on, is the topic of uh, media coverage during the pandemic. Uh, and yes, that's something that ABS-CBN has been doing, um, well, quite well, I thought. Um, and in fact, that's one of the, the theories as to why um, the government didn't really activate themselves to try and save the network. Um, they were doing a few stories about... Um, the government's response to the pandemic and also offered some criticism um, as well and so that I think that's part of it but even in Australia I've noticed that um, the rhetoric about um, Asian Australians uh, has, has uh, not been exactly stellar in certain in certain circles and uh, I was looking at the Daily Telegraph uh, front page the other day and um, I think of the Herald Sun as well where there was a big picture of uh, of a Chinese man called Batman, and uh, it was a story about um, allegations of a of a scientist uh, working in a lab uh, on bats. Yes, working on bats, but it's this whole attitude of associating uh, Asian Australians with bats, and by inference, essentially um, COVID nineteen. And uh, I've heard stories through um, my work colleagues, through friends. Um, 
of of attacks, racist attacks. It's quite, um, you know, in in fact, it's happened to me personally, uh, but to people that I know, where they've uh, been stopped on the streets and uh, being called all sorts of things and being accused of all sorts of things. And I think um, now more than ever, uh, you need uh, honest and accurate reporting, factual reporting. Otherwise, uh, people uh, will just give in, will give in to fear, basically, and that instills hate. So that's the importance of, of news in general and community discussion in an open and, and fair manner. Um, but on the by and large, South Australia seems to be doing well. But back onto the topic of ABS-CBN, I'll quickly play a news clip about this particular issue. And we have this just in. The Philippine National Telecommunications Commission is ordering ABS-CBN, its radio stations DZMM and MOR to stop broadcasting operations. And this after the media giant's franchise expired on Monday, May 4th. Earlier, Philippine lawmakers said they see no reason why ABS-CBN Corporation cannot continue operating even without a provisional authority from the National Telecommunications Commission. The House Committee on Legislative Franchises Chair, Franz Chicoy Alvarez, says Congress has the exclusive authority to deny or extend broadcast franchises. Agusan Representative Lawrence Fortun, meanwhile, is calling on the Office of the Solicitor General to set aside its legal row with ABS-CBN as the Philippines deals with COVID-19. Senator Sunny Angara notes that Solicitor General Jose Calida contradicts the Justice Secretary when he told the NTC that it was in no position to grant ABS-CBN a provisional authority to operate. Philippine Justice Secretary Minardo Guevara had said there is a basis to allow ABS-CBN's operations while the bills for its franchise renewal are pending in Congress. Malacanang is keeping its hands off the issue. It says it will comply with the NTC decision. ABS-CBN is the parent firm of this news channel. So that one's from ANC News. Uh, well, that's when they just announced the shutdown of ABS-CBN. So, uh, like I said before, ABS-CBN is the largest uh, broadcasting network in uh, in the Philippines, and uh, it's had a long history. Um, for those that don't know, it's it's actually got also a, um, a weird history. It, the name itself, ABS-CBN, comes from a merger of uh, two two companies, and that's the Alto Broadcasting System and the Chronicle Broadcasting Network. Um, very ambiguous names. Uh, but it had a, a history steeped within two particular regions of the Philippines and then coming together. Uh, the network uh, then expanded over time. Um, I think it had a, a bit of an involvement during uh, in, in Cebu in particular, in the Visayas. But then it got shut down uh, upon uh, the declaration of martial law uh, in the Philippines. And I think that was in the early 70s, 72 from memory. Uh, and that led to uh, the president of the company, I think, uh, leaving, fleeing the country and seeking asylum in the United States. So uh, the, the stations already had history of, um, you know, uh, talking, doing the work and, and reporting on the news and speaking out against the government and um, being uh, punished for it. One, one could argue, one could argue, one never really knows the, the true story with such things. But it's a, it's a warring precedent, 
And uh, I looked at, at the history of the Philippines and, and journalistic freedoms. And the, the Philippines used to be uh, the highest ranked country in Asia for freedom of the press and journalism safety. Now it's uh, ranked, I forget what it is, 140, 150, really ranked lowly globally for um, freedom of, uh, of journalism and protection of journalism. In fact, from memory, there was about 50 journalist deaths last year alone. So if you're a journalist in the Philippines, my hat's off to you. Uh, I've met a couple um, here that have come from the Philippines that are journalists, and um, you know they're, they're pretty impassioned about it. In fact, we've had people on Raju Pilipino previously uh, talk about um, uh, freedom of, of, of journalism because it's uh, it's tough it's really tough over there and it's almost it's dangerous so um, the the shutdown of ABS-CBN is, is not simply just about uh, broadcasting licenses it's also politics uh, familial politics and uh, for those that are interested I suggest you read up the the history of ABS-CBN because there's a lot more to it and, and there's a lot more personalities involved but at the root of it it's also about freedom of uh, media and freedom of expression and also talking um, criticizing a, a government and I think there's a lot of learnings there if whether you're a Filipino listening in uh, in the Philippines listening in or if you're an Austra as an Australian it's also a cautionary tale uh, so this is simply more than just uh, losing, um, you know, your, my favorite uh, TV shows. There's there's a real issue at risk here um, about uh, freedom of expression. But uh, hopefully there is some resolution to it. You know, it's not uh, it's not permanent. Hopefully, and that they come to a, a solution. So watch this space, I guess. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's play another track. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, media in the Philippines after that. Yeah, no, I... 
So I didn't want to leave uh, on, on a darker note about ABS-CBN. So I thought I would quickly talk about the Philippine Center for Investigative Journalism. And uh, when I was doing some research about this show about uh, journalism and media in the Philippines, I came across the PCIG, this group. And it really piqued my interest um, because this, this uh, center for investigative journalism in the Philippines, um, they're independent, they're a non-for-profit. And their whole um, drive is to be a media agency that specializes in, um, you name it, investigative uh, reporting. It was founded by nine journalists in 1989 um, that are driven um, to go beyond, you know, tabloid reporting and and look into the deeper issues. And so they do a lot of um, in-depth reports and articles. Um, They've also got um, books and, and videos. Um, but from what, what I've, I've been able to read and, and research, um, they've done a really good job of um, 
advocating for and reporting on government transparency um, and democracy in general. And isn't that the story um, after all? Um, a, a good democracy re revolves around good media reporting. And it's a shame to hear that that might be in decline in the Philippines. Well, it was in steady decline already, but I think um, this latest saga has kind of accelerated a little bit further. So if you're interested, take a look at uh, this group. Um, and there's others like it in the Philippines. Um, we talked about it previously on, on other shows about Rappler. Um, there's always upstarts that will always try and uh, report on what's going on. But take a look, pcig.org is the website. And there's others out there and I encourage you to research it, but there's, there's good research and journalism that still exists in the Philippines. It's just a little bit harder to find these days.
Vi. Itigil na natin to. Kamag biro. Hindi ko na kasi kaya yung sakit. Tuwing magkasama tayo, lagi kang nasa phone mo, may katext ko yung iba. Nababaling na yung attention mo. Ano sabi mo? Ayoko na. Please. Nga mag-usap nga tayo. Anong ayaw mo na? Ayoko na kasi nakakapagod na. Gulong-gulo ako sa mga sinasabi mo. Gusto ko malaman kung saan ka nagagaling. Alam mo? Kaya mo natatanong yung mga yan. Kasi hindi mo nararamdaman yung mga nararamdaman ko. Bakit? Ganun na lang kadaling itabo lahat ng relasyon natin. Bi, mahal na mahal kita. Mahal mo ko? Hindi mo ko mahal! mahal. Ang mahal mo yung sarili mo, hindi ako! Mahal kita. Pag-usapan natin ito. Ayaw, natin ito. And I'm afraid that's all the time that we have for this week. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you found that uh, informative and um, gets you started on a passage of research. I'm your host Juan Paolo Legaspi and you're listening to Bacara Radio through uh, Radio Filipino and 5EBI. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Um, hopefully in future you'll hear some of our new contributors. So um, I'm, I'll be quite excited to introduce them um, when the time comes. But thank you for tuning in. And see you next time at Maraming Salamat Po at Mabuhay.
Oh 